What up, everybody? Everybody, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody podcast here with my co-host, Sweet T. What's up, Tony? What's up, man? Never heard you call me that before, Tony. Tony? I know. I never call you Tony. I know. It's like everybody calls me WB in my family. They don't call me Steven, so it's weird for people when they call me Steven. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Is that a new hat, dude? No, it's not. It looks it. I don't don't, For some reason, it just looks like you. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe it's the long hair that you got. Definitely. Tony's going with the, the hippie look now. He's trying to get the man bun, I think, going on. You can't go wrong with the man bun, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. My wife's movie star crush is Jason Momoa. So, so you're trying to look as close to that yeah, as possible. I'm trying to look exactly like Jason Momoa. Yeah. I think you may you, – you're a little more shredded than he is. I, w- so. I would say uh, majorly more shredded than he is. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, uh. you know. Good Christmas. Hope everybody had an excellent Christmas, man. Yes. You know what? This was the first time. Well, I wouldn't say first time, but <clears throat> in a long time where we didn't go any, go somewhere for Christmas. I know. And let me tell you, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I had a great time just doing Sunday through Friday. I woke up, got a cup of coffee, had like seven mimosas every morning and it was great did nothing i literally sat in my robe all day yeah all day it was awesome playing video yeah. games and watch i watched mandalorian all over again mm-hmm. so it was just super relaxing yeah i agree especially after this the, the, the that weekend <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. I needed a break after that one. Oh it was my, gracious. No, no, but before dude. we get into that, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely different from what we're used to. We only have two weeks a year, really, where we get to go on vacation. So every time we get that chance, Fourth of July week and then Christmas yep. break, we we get to go somewhere and not be here because all the other holidays. Just because the kids don't have school doesn't mean like we're not working we're not working we're not teaching or whatever so we're here we're running camp stuff like that summertime like i said we don't get to go anywhere except for that one week where we can shut down completely so it was definitely different this year not going anywhere and being able to just do nothing yeah it made it feel like it went a lot slower yeah it it was good because normally when we go somewhere like we'll go to disney we'll go like we'll go we'll do something man and it's non-stop you know non-stop. If we go on vacation with my mom and my aunt or with the family we're doing stuff at like 8 a.m you know yeah. all day up so early out late no we, breaks we actually try and get home like two days early so we have some room to recover from our vacation yeah a vacation need, from our vacation yeah man it's always crazy but it was good just to kind of relax a little bit 100 <sighs> percent. especially after that weekend so i mean let's let's talk about it dude well, I guess if you guys know, I lost my fight, got manhandled for three rounds. Yeah, man, it was it was uh, um, it was a sucky experience to be honest with you. Like, you know, I don't know why this happens, but when you know, I had a great camp. Camp was awesome. I was in the greatest shape of my life. You know, was in shape, felt strong, and then you know, things start to kind of 
get a little weird whenever you're getting ready to go out, you're in the back kind of warming up and your legs start to feel tingly. That's not a good sign. Yeah. It's not a good sign. My weight cut was great, actually. I got down on weight super fast, way easier than my last one. And uh, weight cut was good, but I, you know, I was, I think maybe had something to do with my rehydration. I'm not sure, but I felt exhausted, felt super tired. Right out of the first round, I was tired. Leading up to, I didn't want to say anything to my coaches or anything that my legs were feeling tingly. At that point in time, what can you do about it? I know. I didn't want to bring it into fruition. I didn't be like, guys, my legs are tired. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to say it, put it out there in the ether. I just wanted to keep it in and not say anything to my coaches because I didn't want them to worry. But why? Like, why does that have to happen for this fight? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm supposed to go out there. Everybody's expecting me to go out there and just put a whooping on this guy. And then he ends up throwing me around for three rounds. I don't know. I don't know why. Hopefully something better will come out come out of it, you know? I mean Well, I think right off the bat, I mean, it's like for for one thing about the weight cut, it was funny because I wasn't the only one that noticed this, but they were doing like a holiday thing. Like, hey, what's up? You know, this is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Merry Christmas or whatever to you guys or Yeah. Or they went around to you and Cub and Derek Lewis. Yeah, we did. And, they had like a they did one where it's instead of a what was it? Uh Elf on the Shelf, they did it. Swanson on Thompson. Well, I mean, this was like even after your weight cut, you guys were sitting in the back and they were going around to everybody. And they went to Cub and he was fine. You know, what's up, Cub Swanson? Just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas or whatever it is. Then it went to Derek Lewis. Then it went to somebody else. Then it went to uh, Bilal Muhammad. And then it went to you. And of all of the people, you could tell just like in your voice, like you yeah. were the only one that was like really affected by that weight cut. Yeah, it's what just you from could sounding. Hear like I know your weight cuts, and when you start to get real dehydrated, your voice leaves. And if you yeah. watch that video, everybody sounded normal except for you. So I was like, "Dang, man!" I didn't. I never realized because you're a pretty lean guy that it, it is pretty still. It's still difficult for you to get to 170. Yeah, it is. I mean, even though this was an easier weight cut, it's always a struggle. You know, um, you know, we were trying something different. The weight cut did last a little longer than normal. It took four hours, three hours, three and a half hours. Normally, it's like hour and a half, maybe two. We were trying something a little different. Didn't break the sweat early off like we wanted to, so it did take a little longer. But you know, I got I got down in weight. I felt I felt okay. My voice was changing. My face did look a little sunk in. We got a a bunch of pictures of me, my face, you know, leading up to the or the weight cut, and actually during the weight cut. But uh, it was the rehydration that's just difficult. You know, back in the past, it was kind of like an unwritten rule um, or an untalked about thing that before USADA, we were allowed IVs, you know? And it was kind of, uh, you know, something we did back in our hotel rooms. Everybody did it. And it was just such an easier way to get those fluids back. And you felt so much better, like instantly. Yeah. instantly with the IVs. And now having to do everything orally, it's difficult. It takes longer. You don't know if you've drank, en- drank it enough, you know? Even when you do drink, your body does weird things with the fluid, trying to retain it, or are you yeah. retaining it, or are you getting rid of it? Are you peeing it out? You know, instantly, sometimes it kind of goes through you. So I think, I don't know. I, I, I don't, that, and that's the, what scares me the most is that we, I don't know mm-hmm. why. Because I've done it orally before and I've been fine. And then sometimes it's just, I don't know if it's the older I get, because my last few have been pretty tough. Do you think it's because of your age? I mean, I would, 
anybody in there, you know, logically would be like, yeah, well, he's getting older. The body doesn't function as well when he gets older. Yeah. You don't look older, but you still are getting older. Yeah. Do you think maybe that's starting to play a little of an effect in your cuts? I don't like to say it, but maybe a little, a little. And I think it is just the, I don't know. You know, like I said, I got down in weight and I felt okay. Better than normal, better than my last one. I think that's what I'm kind of gearing it off of. I felt better than my last one. Yeah. And well, your last I don't know one, if you, you guys know. Vomited oh, I projectile so. vomited in front of the whole UFC roster. I had to get in it. It was 120 degrees outside. This is during the Burns fight. It had to take me to the hot, uh, no, uh, yeah, it was right after that. Um, I had to uh, uh, projectile vomited, and then they put me in an ambulance. Just to make sure your just to make sure our vitals were okay. And it was yeah, there was no, and I had to sit there in the in the ambulance just to make sure my vitals were okay while I'm trying to drink water. And it was a 140 degrees outside in the ambulance. There was no AC. It was just terrible. (laughs) Yeah, because if you're dying, you don't need AC, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was still sweat. I was sweating. It was terrible, but uh, it was went a lot better. But I, I I know I felt tired right out of the first round. I was exhausted. Shoulders were done. After the fight, I had to do some signing papers. I couldn't. I couldn't hold the pen. Could not hold the pen. Like my forearms were were just dead. Now, I mean, did I look at? It? I haven't watched the fight. Did I look exhausted? Yeah, yeah you look pretty weak. And what's crazy is normally, and this is going through my head. Like, like whenever I spar, even when I spar with Chris, or even when I spar with guys like who are just like grinders Me. and you know wrestlers who just try and grind you. When I defend the takedown. You know, I can do, I can create scrambles and create scrambles. And once I release, I'm okay. Like I usually make my opponents tired just from the scrambling that I do. You know, I was, he just wasn't getting tired and I was just exhausted. Well, you kind of, that's kind of his thing, right? Yeah. Um, But you're used to fighting guys like that, that kind of stay in your face. So, And, and I know, you know, leading up to the fight, I had guys in my camp like Chris and his buddy Tom, who's, you know, a, a 185er, they walk around about 215, 220. He's a three time All American and just relentless, this guy. Mm-hmm. And I went five, five minute rounds. Yeah. Fine. So I think it, we got to do something maybe a little different for the rehydration. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just idea. get in touch with, with, you know, Tyler Minton, and I'm sure he can, yeah. he had, he's been around the game a while. Yeah. Obviously, do some different stuff. Maybe you have to walk around even lighter. Like, you remember you were saying, um, you heard Colby walks around at like 185. Yeah. He only cuts 15 times. Like he walks around at 185. Yeah. And he's got cardio for days. You know what I mean? So I think I might have to do that. Just start walking around at 185 instead of 195. I don't know if that will help, but I think. Because you always have to like cut to cut. Yeah. I mean, you don't cut a lot. Like 195 to 170 throughout the course of an entire camp is really not a whole lot when you got guys who cut from. 210 to 170 right. like Woodley used to do or whatever those guys you know like I saw something where Dustin Poirier when he I don't know I don't know where he starts whenever he starts his cut but whenever he steps back in the cage he fights at 155 <coughs> he said he's weighing like 180 that's crazy or something when he's get when he's back in the cage like, yeah. I don't I don't believe that I mean, it's like inflated yeah you know you he probably wanna, walks like, around not in camp probably way there's no he, way he gains back 30 know, pounds dude. in a day I've never done that I've never I've never weighed Exactly. Like, you know, they weigh you before you leave the hotel to go to the venue, day of fight. And I always weigh 
with all my clothes on, just wait with your clothes on, blah, blah, whatever. And me, I usually weigh naked. Mm-hmm. I weigh naked, so I know exactly. I weigh in the morning. Even now when I'm not in camp, I'll weigh in the morning just to make sure where my weight's officially at, you know? Yeah. And I was I was still, like, with all my clothes on, I was still, I was like 183, 184. On fight day, huh? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you, does that play have like a psychological effect on you? Not really. The best shape I think I've ever, the best I've ever felt. I was walking around. I was struggling to stay at 185. I was walking around at 182, 183, 184 when I fought Johnny Hendricks. And that was the strongest I felt, the, be- the best in shape I felt when I was walking around at that weight. It was also weight. five years ago. It was five years ago. Six but years that's ago. That's not that long, though. In, you know, it's like the difference between 10 years old and 15 years old or 15 yeah. years old and 20 years old. It's like, yeah, it, is. it can be. I guess when you look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, that's the first time I think in my UFC fight career where I actually just got thrown around. People were like, yo, this is Matt Brown 2.0. But Matt Brown, Matt Brown, you, I mean, no offense, no disrespect. You actually fought back that dude. Yeah. It seemed like versus Bilal, you were just like. Trying to survive. Not even trying to survive because he didn't really do anything that was really looked threatening yeah. to where he had you in a crucifix for like half a second, but you got your arm out. It wasn't like a yeah. big deal. Except for the end of the first round when you had that full back mount. It was like, oh, dang. But I think I think Herb and, and I obviously could see those punches weren't hitting you because yeah, they, they were hands. hurting. They were not hurting but at, at all. But still, it was just like kind of like, oh, crap, he's in this position. Like the referee kind of has to step in. But Herb being Herb being a veteran, he was like, these shots these really aren't fight. doing much. And I'm sitting there doing this. These guys know? are I'm veterans. Like, I'm just doing anything I can to keep. So it wasn't like you were necessarily just surviving. It was just like you were just kind of like you just weren't even, you weren't even trying to survive. You were just like dead. You were just like done. it's like you were sleeping out there. Yeah. And I hate that feeling. I do not like that feeling. That's one. Of, that's the reason I tried to get in as best shape as I can before going out there because I do not like that feeling. I learned that from the Matt Brown fight. And so it's like, you know, I lose to Gilbert Burns, and I'm like, this is. I want to go out there and just crush this guy. Go out there and do it. You know what I mean? And I feel terrible. Like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. But I only think about that for maybe that night. You know, maybe the next day, but then after that, it's like, you know what, what happened, happened. I can what just, can you do about what it? What can I do about it? Except go back, kind of like what we're doing now, go back with your coaches, yeah. and, which you haven't really met with because it's been the holidays and everything. Mm-hmm. But go back, look at the film, look at the coaches, look at the training camp. And there's that's the good thing about losing is you can like go back and be like, okay. Like when you're, when you're as skilled as you are as a fighter. Thanks, man. You know, you're welcome. You know that what, and your fans know this too. Like what we saw out there in the cage wasn't you. So something happened or something yeah. different was going on. So you got to be able to look back, figure it out, pinpoint it, change it. Yeah. Calculate it, move into the next one and be That's like. That's all you can do, man. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys dwell on the, they dwell on it, man. They dwell on that loss and, and they think about it too much. But maybe that night, the next day, I'm a little disappointed, but then I'm back to normal. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get, let's get back after it. So I'm fine, you know, I'm fine. I'm definitely disappointed in myself. Um, I don't know why I'm disappointed in myself. I, I just know that I'm better than that. 
I know that I'm better. Well, it's good to feel that too. You don't want to brush it off too flippantly. So that and, you're and not I'm that like, way. And I'm that way. Yeah, you are. I know. You're like, oh, you know, whatever. Oh, it's the next day. It's over with. But this one, whenever you called us after the fight, you could definitely tell that this was one of the more disappointed, one of the most disappointed you've ever been, especially recently when, when every kind of loss that you've had has always been kind of like, there's always been not really an excuse, but kind of like a scapegoat. Like, well, okay, Anthony Pettis, it was one punch. Darren Till, he missed weight and it was in, you know, freaking his hometown, Liverpool. Um, Gilbert Burns basically just held you the whole time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there's yeah. always kind of, but this one, it was just like, bro, you just beat your butt for three rounds. Yeah. I mean, he like just nonstop. Just Pick me up, slam me, punch me in the face. Beat your helmet. butt for three rounds. Yeah. So you can't really say like, well, you can say, yeah, my legs were a little bit tired. But at the end of the day, it was like, nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's and, that's, no- and that's what you could tell. That's why I was probably that, you know, felt that way. When I called you guys after the fight, I was like, man, like, dude, first time I've ever felt like somebody just threw me around like that. Like, uh, nobody else that I fly has done that. Nobody. Mm-mm. So, got to go back to work on some stuff, guys. Got to work on some stuff. But, um, you know, all you can do is look at it and move on for it, move forward and, and change some things and get better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Well, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, but no, it was uh, it was definitely not, not a fun one to watch. But it wasn't fun being in there. Yeah, that's you, right. I'll try in that. There. You know, yeah. try being in there. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Feeling feeling exhausted like that, and then feel just feel like there's nothing you can do. Just take it, because I'm not yeah. I'm not going to tap. I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm yeah. just going to take the shots, and they didn't hurt. Yeah, like none of the punches he threw hurt. Yeah, you know, so. I was just like, you know, taking punches. I mean, again, I feel like it's the thing now that I, me and my opponent, you got to sit there and punch each other in the face from now on. Mm-hmm. Well, did the burns don't, and- don't, don't make it a thing. <laughs> please change that thing. Yeah. All right. You punch them in the face more. Yeah. I was looking too, like after, um, after Tyron Woodley, your next five fights were all strikers. And then you fight Gilbert Burns and then you fight, um, Bilal Muhammad to like pressure, not necessarily wrestlers, but grapplers, people who are trying to take you down. Do you think that kind of threw you off a little bit? Like you fought mm-hmm. Masvidal, then you fought uh, Till, then you fought Pettis, then you fought Luke, then you fought Neil, all strikers. Yeah, strikers. And then it's like, here's the best jujitsu player in the world. Fight him now. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, you just lost like that to him. Let's give you another wrestler. Well, I think leading into those, like I've dealt with wrestlers before. It's just that this is a different, they had, they came in with a different game plan than the other guys, mm-hmm. right? The other guys were willing to mix it up. The, you know, they were just, lo- you know, looking just not necessarily, not like it was a, uh, not like it's a bad game plan because no, obviously no. it's working. Yeah. But no, it's like a good, screw it's a, trying to strike with strike, this guy. Right. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be relentless with my takedown and just hold him here. Not even look for a, you know, when a Gilbert, I was disappointed because that's how I lost. He just wanted to hold me there. Yeah. You know? Um it just but again, oh, did what it he won. did to have to win. It won. And I blow like I said before, took a note out of his book and did the same thing. You know Well, he was he was, he was trying doing to more. advanced positions. Yeah. He was throwing strikes. Not just holding me. Yeah. So, he was trying to work to different stuff. And like it just looked like you didn't have anything for it. Yeah, just looked like 
Yeah, it's sleeping out there. I know, dude. At one point in time, I was asleep. Yeah. You know, when he had my back and I was like this. Yeah, you I were like asleep. napping. <laughs> I was asleep right there. But Dang, man. He was punching me to try and wake me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was one of my most disappointing performances for disappointing performances for sure. But like you said, gotta get with the coaches. Yep, I'll be back, man. I'll be back better. I can't believe people are saying that I'm old and I should retire. I mean, that's what happens in the MMA community, bro. You're at the top and then you're at the bottom. One fight, you're only as good as your last fight. Yeah. So that's just the thing to go to because you're an older fighter. And when an older fighter starts losing, oh, I'm sure when Glover Teixeira got pieced up and knocked out by Alexander Gustafson. The people were me like, bro, you should retire. You're 38 years old. Yeah. No, he's the he's the light heavyweight champ of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like the easiest thing to say. Retire. You've been in the you've been in the fight game since you were 15 years old. Yeah. You could probably retire and be like, yeah, that's a. But you know, your coaches know, we know that there's more left in you. And- oh, dude, I feel like there's a lot. Like I can sit here and and. And I feel like people that do retire, when they sit down in the chair, they just feel like they should retire. Mm-hmm. Like just the body's beat up. Like you got fighters who should retire. Yeah. Like you got fighters still fighting who should retire because they're getting knocked out, because they're getting rocked every fight, because they're just getting toe up and they look rough after yeah. every fight. You got your butt kicked by that dude, but I mean – you have what, like a scratch over your eye? You didn't yeah. get concussed. You didn't get rocked. You didn't get no. But when I sit here and I, and I I'm, I'm sitting down in this chair, like I don't, I don't feel. I feel great. I feel feel fine. Mm-hmm. I feel fine. Just I feel better than I was five years ago. I just don't. I just don't get it. It's a, it's a new game too. The the fight yeah, game's man. evolving. It's kind of like that other like when you were coming up. It was the, the the turning of an era in terms of strikers and like specialists coming through, and now five years later, you have another shift in the fighter. You have super wrestling heavy Bro, fighters taking like, over, like like high level. I mean, you got Hamzat who is a champion, and all them Russians got, coming. Oh in, yeah, just taking over. You got um, yeah, it's just like you got all these like grappling striking specialists like Charles Oliveira. Like you got to be able to do. Some more than of, just one. You can't just be a single specialist. You got to have, you know, you got to get, you got to, you got these guys who are good strikers, good jujitsu, or, mm-hmm. you know, good jujitsu and just amazing wrestling. Because MMA, thanks to you guys, is mm-hmm. becoming like an official sport. Kids yeah. are like, hey, mom, I want to do MMA when I get older. So get, like, we even see it here. We want people calling us, like, my kid's 10 years old. He wants to do BJJ. He wants to do MMA. All right, there you go. that's the thing now. Yeah. Kids aren't just like, you know, they want to do just kickboxing or they want to do just jujitsu. They want like to fight MMA like. one day. So we know that to be a good MMA fighter, they got to have this, this, and this. So yeah. kids are starting that a lot younger now. It's like yeah, it's a good thing. Rory McDonald was like the first of his kind. Now it's like everybody's Rory McDonald's. Yeah. And they're all just doing everything all the time. That's awesome. Of course, in Russia, Russia it's like their national sport. Dude, I was at Sambo. Fighting and which is basically fire. MMA yeah. with a gi. Yeah, like <laughs> I know, which is awesome. I mean, I like to see the evolution. I just got to keep evolving too. Yeah, adaptation, you know? improvisation. But your weakness. But your weakness. It's not your, your technique. technique. <laughs> what movie, guys? Oh, man, by the way, oh, I saw good it. Good segue there. I saw it. I have not seen it, but I heard I shouldn't see it. You shouldn't see it. I wouldn't spend money. To go see that in theater, Matrix Four would not go see that. That's a By the way, shame. I just spoiled it for you guys. It was Matrix, but uh, yeah, I was. It's just 
it's it was weird. It was just so weird. You know, now him and Trinity, spoiler alert guys, him and Trinity are like like she can fly now. Like why is she be able to fly? Why can she fly? You know, and I mean is she the one too? <laughs> she's the second she's one. She's the second one. She's the female one. I don't know. Like Morpheus comes back as like an agent, but he becomes good, but a different face. You know, is it still Lawrence Fishburne? No, it's not him. He's, you know, you know, the, the guy in the commercial, that's supposed to be him, but he comes back as like, he's Morpheus, but he comes back as like an agent and he finds himself like, dude, you know, I'm an, I'm an agent. He ends up helping them. It's weird. Really weird. They, they reformed the matrix. It's like a different matrix now. They re, redid it. You know, so I guess there are different rules. So that I guess that's why Trinity Trinity can fly. I gotta watch some YouTube breakdowns of it to really wrap my head around it because I've only seen it once, and it was just like, <sighs> dang, <laughs> that's a bummer. Mirror Vengeance in it, the same guy. So 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 like when they revamped the new Matrix, they got rid of all the variants in there, all the guys who went there to hide. And some of them still were able to hide, like the male Vengeance. Like he comes back, but he's like homeless, and he's like a, he's not like the male Vengeance in the last one. He's not mm-hmm. rich, but he still has these crazy powerful variants that were from the last Matrix helping him out. I don't know. There was just a lot of parts where people should have gotten shot because there's bullets flying around everywhere, but none of the good guys get hit. Like everybody survives. Like nobody dies. Come on. Really? A, yeah. You know, in the first one, like half the crew dies because, you know, yeah. you get shot in the Matrix. You die in real life. Yeah, but they, they have like these SWAT guys just, and they're just like from me to you, just, and nobody's getting hit except for the bad guys. Come on, man. I wonder why they made this one. I don't know. They sh- they could have left it alone and it would have been fine. Yeah. It's great, one of the perfect. greatest trilogies of all time. Yeah. I think he should have just stuck with being John Wick. Should we should not have gone back to be to be in? I wonder Neo. if they were. I, maybe you guys can let us know in the comments below. I wonder if they were, were like contractually obligated to do a fourth one or something. Maybe, there. maybe. And they're just like, well, all right, let's just do it. We should stop it at three, but like we got to do this fourth one because it's in our contract. So let's yeah. just bang it out. Real was quick. it twenty years later? Yeah. Was it twenty years when the first one came out? Two thousand nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. I think. Maybe 2001. Maybe. Yeah. They looked so freaking young 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Golly. 20 years, dude. I know, dude. 20 years ago, I was 10, bro. I'm hoping look it look like this different. 20 years from now. Yeah, maybe. I think that can happen. So you wouldn't go see it? You wouldn't recommend? Not seeing it in the theater. And I'm a movie buff, and I love weird movies like now, that. Now, what if you see it? What if this was like the first? Could you see this Matrix and not have seen the other three? No, like what you if you have just to roll see up the other three. Like, man, I've never seen this movie. What's the Matrix? Let me go see this one. Nope, you would never figure it out. You'd be like, "What is going on?" Oh, you have really? to see the other three movies. It was right after the war. You know, they explain. You know, whenever, uh, like, like Agent Smith is in it too, and he's like a different guy. He's, not he's the like same a program, actor. not the same actor, but he's Mr. Smith. Is he's he like back? In, is he back? Like tied into the? He helps. He helps Neo. But for some reason, he's stronger than Neo. Like, there's this one part, you know, Doogie Hauser, what's his name? Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser. The person okay. that plays Doogie Hauser? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. he plays in uh, White uh, White Castle. Oh. Uh, what's his name? The like, Kumar, Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar, but the other guy who's always in his movies, he's always high. Yeah, Kumar. No. No, he uh, he's an actor. He, uh, he plays in a, uh, what's his name? Y'all know who it is. Type it in the comments down below who you, 
if you know who I'm talking about. Uh, White Castle movies always how they pick him up in a car and he steals the oh, car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's in the commercial. Neil Patrick yeah. Harris. Yeah, Patch- Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. He plays a program in the Matrix. He's the one that designed the new Matrix. So he's like the new Oracle? He's like the new... No, he's not the new Oracle. He's the bad guy, obviously. And he can like slow down time in the Matrix and Neo's like, like helpless. But for some reason, Agent Smith, who was like a program in the Matrix, can like move around fine too okay. but neo can who's supposed to be born in the matrix and she could do whatever he wants to like i don't know if it's because it's the new matrix program that neo can't do the same thing did, as did the it talk matrix. about the robots at all did it talk about the so machines yeah all? so the machines some of the machines after neo you know fights agent smith because if it wasn't for him beating agent smith he would have taken over the machine world i guess because he was a uh, rogue yeah, program but he, he already deleted them though so I guess when he sacrificed himself for the humans and the machines, some of the machines in the machine world uh, came over because they're, you know, they're like us, right? They have, they're not, they're like their own being, right? All these other machines. So some of those machines are helping the humans out. So there, you got some good machines helping them, helping the humans out. So not, 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 uh, Sentinels, but other not machines. Not any of the squids. Yeah, not any of the squids. They're still bad. Are but, they like like robots? Like like one of them. Like one of them looks like a one of them looks like a, a stingray with like a bird head and it just like flows around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You gotta you gotta see the first three in order to see this one. I didn't like it. Well, dang. I know, bro. You're probably gonna see it anyway. Well, I have HBO Max. You might as well. So might as well. Let me know what you think. It's on there. Let me know what you guys think if y'all see the new Matrix. I don't want it to ruin my taste. See, Matrix it won't. One, I look at it separate from the other Matrix. I mean, you gotta have to. If you grew yeah. up in the nostalgia of the Matrix, and yeah. you grew up on the Matrix, like I was ten years old when the Matrix came out. If it came out in two thousand one, which I can't, I don't know right now. Um, I remember seeing the Matrix in theaters, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" But then it it gradually grew to be like one of my favorite, yeah, series like trilogies of all time. The second one kind of sucked. And then the third, the third yeah, because of, the, like, of the, uh, the animation was just terrible. Yeah, though. they went real CGI heavy in the yeah. second one. Then the third one, they kind of toned it down a little bit. Um, but I thought it was cool that, um, what was that? What was I? I just lost my memory. Maybe you should have Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, I'm, I'm drinking this extra like four shots of espresso and my mind's going like a million miles an hour. I was off to the next one before I even got this out. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, so you just like ruined my thoughts. <laughs> <trying to find laughs> you didn't retire, dude. What's going on? Yeah, I think I hit you too many times in the head. 100%, dude. But um, yeah, but but it was, I, I, I keep it separate. But I thought this was going to be good because everybody, of course, the people are saying, uh, the critics are saying it was terrible, like the worst movie ever. But they said that about the very first Matrix. And it was been up becoming one of the best movies of all time, trilogies of all time. Maybe, maybe it was because only one of the, the sisters did the movie. Maybe was it really just one of them? Yeah, just one. When the, when the the two of them, they did the first three. So they just say they split. So we only had one mind. One mind to really pull it all together. Maybe if you can picture that being as just half of the movie, maybe you can be like that makes even sense. Better. Yeah, if this was just half of the movie, yeah, we need the other brother sister, sister what to I, get yeah. in there, yeah, and finish the movie out. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it was just weird. It was, it, you know, to see them older too. Yeah. 
They didn't move the same. And the martial the the, the camera was too I shaky. Hell, it was gonna be ridiculous when they when Trinity was like back and oh, they had like a zombie mode. So Neil Patrick Harris could like him being the creator of the new Matrix can do like a zombie mode, and all the humans around him, you, their eyes go black, and they just all like run at him like zombies. So he can control. So do you think this is like a spoof? Do you think this was like a comedy, like one of those action comedy flicks that no it one really definitely like, wasn't comedy, comedy, but it was just <laughs> stupid. Dang, I didn't man. like it. So if didn't you were, like if it. You Watch it anyway. Let me know what you think, Tony. I might. Dude, I might new Spider-Man. Haven't though. seen it. Don't say anything. Oh. Shut your mouth. So we just ruined it for everybody that hasn't seen The Matrix. Well, it sucked. Yeah, so that's true. I've never seen it. Now I don't really need to go see it. Yeah, Waste Spider-Man, no. Golly, bro. Gotta go see nuts. that. Spider-Man has always been Dr. my Strum. favorite. Always been my favorite comic. I gotta tell you, dude. I haven't seen the other Spider-Mans, like I said, what? since... Uh, I mean, oh, I, I yeah. saw the ones with Tobey Maguire. What about Andrew Garfield? I saw that one, too. I think I think I only saw one of those. The second one was sick. The second one was good with, with uh, Jamie Foxx as, as Electro. Yeah, I don't think I saw that That one. one's good. Um, and then I saw the first, the, the first of the third reboot, yeah. or whatever, with Tom Holland. Right. I didn't see the second one. It's cool because watching I feel these like after three, Avengers Endgame, I just can't watch any Marvel movies anymore. Yeah, because you feel like it's over. It's like over. It's not. It's like growing into something even bigger with all the TV shows and stuff coming out. It's leading up to a big moment. Avengers Ultimate <clears throat> Endgame? I don't know because, you know, obviously in the comics, Thanos is not the only bad guy. Always somebody. There's always somebody bigger and better. Who's more powerful than Thanos? There's a lot of people more powerful than Thanos. I mean, the, I mean, the, um, um, Celestials are way more powerful. Galactus is more powerful. I heard the Celestial movie kind of sucked, though. I mean, Eternals, it was super long. I think that had a lot to do with it. It was just really long. Yeah. This is a really long movie. But it's cool to see, you know, how it's supposed to come, how they came up and why they didn't help out in, in when Thanos came. Because I don't want to ruin it, so... Did, wait, do you find that out in Celestial, or do you mm-hmm. find that out in... You find that out in Eternals, the movie Well, Eternals. I mean, that movie's been out for like a year, so you can say it. Okay, so... help out in India. I'm not going to see it, because it was... The, like, the Sentinels, who the created... Celestials. Celestials, who, who uh, created the... Um, the... The Eternals. Yeah. You know, told them they couldn't help. They can only help out if deviants are involved. And deviant... And of course, Thanos has a deviant gene... But he's yeah. a he's a he's a uh, eternal from from uh, I forgot all the history and why they left. And anyway, there's more Eternals, and he has a deviant gene, which is why he looks different. But he's still really strong, really powerful. But he's a um, eternal, but he has a uh, a deviant gene. But so the deviants are just like these bad guys. So with with just about as much power, so they they couldn't help. Because he's uh, eternal, he can't kill. They can't kill another eternal. Well, dang. Yeah. So the new Spider-Man is dope, though. New Spider-Man is cool. <laughs> what I what I like about it is that each Spider-Man has their own style, the way they move, the way they swing, and I feel like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is has it the roughest. Like he was. All right. Well, chill. You're like getting into like spoiler territory here. Okay, my bad. So definitely. I mean, just from see, watching all the other movies, I he's s- got it rough. <laughs> Yeah. Not just in this one movie, you know, how everybody pretty much dies in his life, you know, from the other movies. Yeah, you, you haven't seen the second one, so you gotta watch the second one. Well, now I don't because you just told me. The second <laughs> one. 
Go watch it. You need to watch Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. It's good. Uh, you got to check it out. And then I saw that they're coming out with another Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Like, and the, something multiverse something. Uh, like Doctor Strange, like Ultra Strange or something. That's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the title of the movie. And he, goes, he, he gets help from... The Most Strange. Yeah. Anyway, it's supposed to lead up to something crazy. I can't wait to see what it is. You can't, I can't watch anymore because there's no more Iron Man. You know I, mean? I feel like they could say, yeah, no, there is no more Iron Man. Or Cap. What the heck? I'm pretty sure there's going to be like no more Incredible Hulk just because. Dude, that's who they did wrong. They're all like old. They did him so people. freaking wrong. Well, the Hulk is immortal. so. No, I mean like Mark Ruffalo. Oh. The, uh, like, he's like, him, his, uh, he himself is not immortal, so he's going to like yeah. die. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. As old. a person. Yeah. As they like just have to do CGI or just get a different actor. But that's what they did wrong. They made him look like such a bee, man. Yeah, he gets he beat up by Thanos. He runs from it. He's a scaredy cat. You figure in Endgame, who's going to come out and just do something super epic? Doesn't at all. Like just zero. Dude. He's the strongest guy ever. Like, how do you end it like that? That's the most I was most disappointed about. I know. Endgame. He's my favorite superhero, as you can tell. I, got my, I don't know if you can see that. I got my Incredible Hulk ring in. It looks good. But he's my favorite guy just because I feel like all you want to do when you're mad is just power up. Yeah. That's why I love Goku and the Hulk. <gasps> and he can like actually like just get, get more stronger, powerful the dude. matter There's he gets. There's nothing that can stop him. He's so OP. It's ridiculous. But in the MCU, he's a wuss. Yeah, dude. <coughs> Freaking wuss. I know. And he got even weaker and yeah, in freaking Endgame. Like when he became like when he got his own, he was stronger when he was Mad Hulk. Yeah. Now he's, he's so, like intelligent Hulk, yeah, so he's, he's just, just stupid. like, now he's just a weak human, big green dude. Yeah. Instead of being like the Hulk where he's like mad, like I'm angry, I'm going to be. Yeah. Now he's just like the human, but big and green. It's stupid. They did him wrong, man. Now they're coming out with a She-Hulk. Who's going to play it, bro? <laughs> uh, Gina Carano. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Cyborg? Yeah, possibly. Just her green like they did with just, that Oh yeah, that, the old the seventies Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, just paint him green. Who who is that? What was that guy's Dude, name? Bodybuilder. Man, I know his name. Arnold. Uh, no, not Arnold. No, not not Arnold. But I was making. Hopefully, that could trigger uh, something. Dude, I know who it is, but I just can't think about it. In my brain oh, right now. Anyway, I know. We, too much time off, dude. We didn't do anything last week. No, Tanning Tuesday. No podcasts. You know, it's crazy. Twenty twenty one's almost up, man. We got a week left of it. Goals for 2020, 2022, 2022? 2022. What's, our, what's your goal, dude? What's one of your main top goals? I got a few goals. My One of my main goals is my health in terms of like just better diet, but just better, taking care of myself better. Um, and then I just got to figure out the steps. <laughs> Easy, I mean, it's, it's I know exactly. Goals. You just got to know, like, you just got to have a plan to put it in place. Yeah. And of course, you're going nonstop. It's hard to like, you know, you're you're having to take care of the kids, get up super early in the morning, got to come here and work, and then to have it, and then to have to train on top of that. Can't imagine not sleeping, dude. That's how you do it. I literally woke up. Well, during training camp, I do, but I don't. Like, I woke up every day this week, like noon. Yeah, that didn't happen for me anymore. So that's like one of the struggles. It's like, dang, dude, I love going home and like watching a movie, watching a couple TV series, but we don't get home until about 8.30 because we don't get done teaching here until about 8. Mm. And then I got to chill for a little bit. And it's like, if I want to 
do anything. I got to do it before the kids wake up. So I got to be doing it at about 5.30 a.m., which means I got to be going to bed by about 9 p.m., which means I got about zero life in them. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Out, yeah, kids, you know I mean? bro. You just bring them here to the school. Let them run around while you work out, while you get a training session. I'm too, I'm too much of like an OCD stress guy for that. I'm what? worried about them like every second. Dude, they're like running around the car as you can see them. Yeah, but I'm what if I'm gonna get in there just like throwing up reps of three oh five on bench and three oh five on bench like getting her finger caught in a door somewhere, you know what I mean? Uh, right. That's what it's granted for, dude. Well she ain't getting up at five AM come over here and work out. You <laughs> That's know true. I mean? That's so you true. know what I mean? It's just one of them things. It's good to have goals. You yeah. need those goals, but you gotta have a plan. So I'm in the process of creating the plan of attack. Gotcha. What about well, you, man? 2022 goals. Oh, man. Win, win a, a fight, fight. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, bro. Win a fight, dude. Win a fight in 2022. Had three, well, two this year, and I lost both of them. You had, th- you had three in one year. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Because you, well, I mean, you fought Jeff Neal 364 days before you fought Bilal. I guess. So that's technically in one year. I guess. So you were one in two in that <laughs> year. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, dude. But win a yep. fight, obviously. Yeah. Uh, be a jujitsu world champion. Mm-hmm. Be a three-time All-American wrestler going back to college. You never went, so you can still go did. back and be eligible know, and wrestle bro. and stuff, man. I know. Or so you just you go to Old Hillcrest that. High School and just wrestle with those guys. Yeah, start at the high school. Take it all the way back, dude. Yeah, start at high school level. Start at the high school level. Mm-hmm. And then once you can like like pin their top guy, then you can graduate to college. Oh, my goal is to win a fight via submission. You almost did, dude. You had him in that freaking guillotine, then you let it go like a bro. My arms were salad, dead, bro. dude. I was trying to finish that. I heard him, he was going like <laughs> he was dude, making some that. weird noises, and I was like, my arms are dead. He just like got out. I was my shoulders were done. Dude. We knew it was locked in when he abandoned everything he was doing to get out of it. I was like, dang, he almost had that guillotine, but then you still lost. It's so crazy how I don't think of stuff like that. Like in fighting, in training camp, I do all the time. I'm throwing yeah, submissions left and right. Unless you're like really training it and really practicing it, it's like yeah. what creatures to have. Like you know what I mean? You got to have that training in there. Yeah. It's it's easy to say you're going to do this, this, and this, but unless you're just like, all right, like you're putting your mentality, your mindset. In that specific moment, like you're in a cage and I'm going to do this, you're not going to do it. No. Nope. You have to train for that freaking moment. There was moment. so many things. I remember dad telling me in that third round, all right, Stephen, hit him about one, two knee. One, two. I'm like, okay. Didn't throw it one time. I was so exhausted. I knew that if I tried to throw a one, two jump knee, I was just going to make it so much easier for him to take me down because I would have thrown it so sloppy and slow. Should have gone for it, though. I know, man. I know it. Listen to your coaches no matter what, no matter how tired you are. That way I can at least be like, see, Dad, I got taken down. (laughs) Blame it on them. (laughs) Blame it on Dad. Dad, it wasn't your fault. It was all your fault. Yeah. But yeah, get back in that win column. Yeah. I want to win a fight by via submission, dude. Go go Plata. You should be doing nothing but wrestling and jujitsu forever. Wouldn't it by Gee Choke? Yeah. Choke my own shorts. <laughs> my own shorts. Uh, but um so yeah, I mean, if you're if you're speaking to the audience right now and they're creating goals for twenty twenty two, what are your what's some advice? Got any advice? <sighs> goals, people. Goals. Think of something that 
you know, number one, if you're single, you ain't got any honeys, obviously, make sure it's something that benefits you. Obviously, there's a lot of people out there who've got families and stuff. And But uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Run that over. Start. Start. Yeah, over. maybe maybe delete that part. <laughs> uh, goals for twenty twenty two. Like advice for people with goals. Um, help. Okay, yeah. Rewind. I think where I was where I was going with that is do something that will help others. Where I was going with that, not just yourself. Gotcha. Right. Because you That's, said the exact yeah opposite. the exact opposite, but I didn't mean that. Yeah. Uh. You know, help somebody in your family, help somebody that you know that you're close to, or just some random person, because there's there's nothing that makes you feel so much better than helping others. Nothing. I mean, I know obviously teaching and stuff, and I, we see it every day. You know, people's life change through the martial arts and giving them that confidence and things like that. But helping others, man, is there's no better calling or no better feeling than just seeing somebody smile. I can sit there and watch that stuff all day long. You know, you see these Instagram, the guys who go around and give these homeless guys, you know, money. You know, they go up to them and say, you got this homeless guy who just got two slices of pizza, right? And the guy comes up, hey, man, you know, can can I get a slice? And the guy just gives it away like it's nothing. Like, here, here you go, man. Or this one guy, he was freezing. This kid was freezing in New York City. And this homeless guy comes up and just gives him a jacket off his back. He had a sweatshirt on. We gave him his jacket on. Nobody else helping. Nobody else helping but this homeless guy. And it was just cool to see guys who don't have anything still giving stuff away because they know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. You know? I could sit there and watch that all day long. I think it's, I might have cried right now, bro. Don't do it, man. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. So there you have it. But help do something. Do else. something that helps somebody else, man. I like it. I think that's great. I do it on a regular basis. Of course, I get paid for it, but... It's it's still there's I don't know there's not another job that I would rather do than coming in here and changing somebody's life or put a smile on their face or having some kind of positive influence in their life you know mm-hmm. it's really cool. Oops. Because you you get that I you know even years down the road you get people DMing me and I see out and about I don't even recognize them anymore but I taught them when they were younger and how much they appreciate it you know. So it's really cool. Really well, cool. There you have it. Help somebody else, guys. We appreciate you watching, listening. Is it is it over already? Over already? Over already. The final what? final episode of of twenty twenty one. The next time you'll be hearing from us will be twenty twenty two. Yeah, man. And uh, hey, dude, help us out with our year. goals, y'all. Let us know what you guys want to hear from us, want to see from us, and our channel, Tending Tuesdays, whatever. Have us doing so, doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you guys want to see, man. Sweet tea. 100%. Always, uh, air fire. Oh, yeah, Always a pleasure. I'm not feeling good, guys. I've had the squirts for the past three days. Yeah, bro. Come on, now. I've been letting Me them rip too, over man. here. You haven't been smelling them? No. Thank, thank goodness. Woo-wee. Anyways, guys. <laughs> Love y'all. Appreciate Love y'all. Love y'all. Catch you later. Peace.